what's, what's this month of? Month of praise. Pastor Ben has taught us a beautiful understanding of the importance of praise last week. We're going to just continue from where we left. And I, and I did this in the last Hindi service. I don't know how many of you were there in the Hindi service. And that word just kept stirring in my heart whole week. And I just want to begin on that note. Okay, listen to this carefully. How many of you love praising our God? Let me tell you this. Praising God is not just a normal act, not just a thing that we do when we gather on a Sunday morning or on a conference. But praising is a very, very intimate act between you and God. Because that takes you to his nearness. Praise facilitates your access to his nearness. Praise facilitates your access to his nearness. The more we praise and worship, the more closer we go to God. I don't know if you get that. The more praise we do, the more worship we do, we just go more and more closer to God. It's, it's like you're pleasing God. You know how do you have to please someone? Yes, no? Yes. Married people know this better. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I said, when I'm... <laughs> <laughs> you please God. It's such a beautiful thing. You please. You like... How do I explain this? It's, it's emotional. It's, 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 it's emotion that comes out. Praise is not just singing, dancing. Yeah, it is. It is. But it also shows your true availability towards God. Are you available for God? Are you available for God? See, it's easy to praise and worship in church. Do you agree? It's just like, it just gets on us. We go in that moment and we start praising and worshiping by default. You know, even, even if you're discouraged, then Pastor Kachi comes on the stage and he starts singing. I'm sure you'll dance. It's just, it's just natural. Yeah, give a, give a big clap. I say intimate. It happens in person. It's, it's, it's very personal. That shows your true availability for God. Whether you're available, 
while you're not in this setup. So it's so important. It's so foundational. Yet many of us might not be aware of this. It's so foundational that we have to worship. We have to praise God. Because when we do that, we move God's heart. When we do that, we move God's heart. So your praise has the capacity to move God's heart. Your praise has capacity to move God's heart. I want to turn to book of Acts, chapter 16. And we all know this, this chapter is, is, is very famous for what happened, you know, in those days, you know, with Paul and Silas. How many of you know this? Yes. No? Apparently, this was the first ever uh, sermon that I've heard when I went to the church first time. My dad was preaching, and that's the time when I got hooked to Bible. And this was Paul and Silas' story that really got me into it. Can we, can we, I mean, everybody knows it. This is not a, uh, not like a story which is not discussed often. We often hear sermons on Paul and Silas in uh, different setup. But we're going to go through a few things to understand the idea of praise. You know, why it is so important to, 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 to praise and have that access getting facilitated as we do this. Uh, okay. Chapter, chapter 16, verse 22 onwards. We can read this together. A mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas, and the city officials ordered them stripped and beaten with wooden rods. They were severely bitten, and then they were thrown into the prison. The jailer put them ordered to make sure that they didn't escape. Okay, fair enough. What's happening here? The backstory is Paul and Silas obviously got into trouble and they were arrested and they were beaten and they were put in prison. Now, it also says that uh, verse 24, so the jailer put them into the inner dungeon and clamped their feet in the stocks. Okay, listen to this carefully. They put them into an inner dungeon. It's like innermost room inside a prison. Like where probably you keep the most wanted, uh, you know, prisoners or offenders who are very, very serious offenders. Now with what probably Paul and Silas did wasn't very serious. But the enemy was so furious that they gave them a tag of a very serious offender and made sure that they've put in such a place that they have to at least cross four or five levels to come out, if they want to come out. So the enemy tried hard to ensure that they're not going out of this place. It says, innermost dungeon. See, what was their offense? They were just sharing gospel. If it's a normal world, they would have probably, they would have been in jail, but not like a very inner, inner 
room or in a dungeon room. It could be probably a small room at, in the prison. But the enemy was very sure that these people are not going to go out. Okay. This is, this is where things start changing, right? And I'll tell you what, what, what happens when we praise. Verse 25. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners? Listening. Okay, I was just thinking, God, if I was in Paul's place or Silas's place, I would have slept. First of all, they've got beaten. They had a tiring day. They were walking through different lanes and different cities and different, you know, areas. And then they were caught, then they were beaten, then they were put into a place where nobody wants to go. General notion here, anybody, is that this person is tired. Now this person wants to sleep, rest, or at least do nothing. You know, like, there are those days when you come from office and you just don't want to do anything. Right? You know, those are the exactly days when I tell my kids to come jump on me. I get a good massage. <laughs> just don't want to do anything. But, around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening. Their state is not a state where you generally praise. But are you bounded by chains but still available to praise? Are you bounded by chains and still available to praise is a question. Now, the general notion again here is chains is only for non-believers. Okay, I'm a believer. I don't have chains. But you know what? We all have some sort of the chains or the other. And that's where your true character comes out. Even bounded in that chain, are you still available to praise? Amen? 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 When we are happy, when we are joyful, we praise, we give thanks, hallelujah. We get a financial blessing, we get a new car, all over the place. You know, we are on social media, we are on, you know, all, all over the place saying, yay. But Paul and Silas, they didn't have any of those. They were bounded in chains, but they were still available to praise. They were bounded, they were down, they were beaten, they were broken, they were bleeding, if probably. But the chains didn't determine whether they will praise or not. The chains didn't determine. Let's not, your circumstance determine whether you will praise or not. Instead, 
your praise your praise should decide how you navigate through that circumstances come on i, I think you didn't get it let's not your circumstance decide how you praise your praise towards god should decide how you navigate towards that circumstance how you come out of that circumstance see paul and silas they could have easily rested just chuma spent night sleeping i mean they were in pain but there was nothing much they could do but they knew there is something that they could do that was sing praise to god as i said when you praise god you make a connection you make a connection that literally moves heart god's heart you make a connection god's heart is moved in that moment and you still might be in that circumstance but trust me right when you grab attention the doors will open not just open it will just flew open we'll read this further okay are you guys with me still yeah, yeah. uh okay verse 24 was it 24 sorry 26 suddenly there was a there was a small tremble somebody knocked the door it's as massive massive earthquake and the prison was shaken to its foundation your praise has a capacity to bring chaos in the camp of enemy that's what we did this morning to begin with foundations of enemies are shaken foundation massive earthquake and the prison was shaken to its foundation and the door immediately flew open okay look at this and the chains of paul and silas okay okay what is that okay it's still not clear who's who's chain fell off but well, we were talking about paul and silas right your praise come on you didn't get that your praise as capacity to not just change your situation but the situations of people around you Where was Paul and Silas? They were in a prison. Not just in the first room. There were many rooms before them that got opened. Can I tell you this morning? If you're battling curses which you think that you've carried generations, the moment you praise it's lifted Amen. 
listen, listen. Not just for you, but a thousand generations to come. Come on, you guys. You guys are not getting what I'm trying to say. A thousand generations. How many of you are ready to open some doors? I believe it's happening now. I believe it's happening now. Let your amens be louder if you agree. Can we continue? Verse 26. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake and the prisons was shaken to its foundation and the doors immediately flew open and the chains of every prisoners fell off. Our Lord has capacity to open the innermost dungeon when they thought you know they can't go out of there. If, if you have those areas in your life where you feel it's trapped, you are, you are, you cannot move out of this place, you cannot come out of this place, it's, 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 it's dark and it's scary and it's, I know, I, even if I come out, I have many more stages to go out. God can do that. God can break open those dungeons in your life. But we got to praise Him. That's the key. We got to praise Him. The foundations of enemy can be shaken when we lift up our voice. The foundation, I said the foundation. Not just for you, but for the thousand generations that's going to come up. Come up. I want you to, I want you to pray. I want you to think about one thing that you feel it's bounded. You know, no matter how much I try, I couldn't just shook this off. You know, it could, be, it could be something, you know, that's carried over from... And there's a pattern that you've got to observe. Right? There's something that got transferred from your parents. And if you dig back, you will think that... You will understand it was transferred from their parents. But let me tell you, it ends with you. It ends with you. Your children, listen to me, your children and the thousand generations after that will not have to go through it. There was a half-hearted yes. I said your children and the thousand generation will not have to go through that. Look at this. Now, this prison is good for nothing. What happened? Foundations are broken. What do you do with those buildings when the foundation itself has grown? They break open it. This prison is no longer can be used for what it was initially built. In a similar way, I'm declaring the problems, foundations are broke broken right now it will open doors which was never opened before 
exactly what happened with Paul and Silas. Other people fell, oh, they're there at the back of the jail. Even they break open their chains, they cannot come out. We got to prove enemy wrong. The chains of our innermost dungeons have to be opened. And it is getting opened right now in Jesus' name. See, I spoke about the character at the beginning. Paul and Silas carried, presented that character of availability. And that's what we have to learn. And that's what we have to understand and apply on our life. The character of availability in that moment of being chained determines how your generations and generations will go ahead. They were severely beaten, as I said, they will be probably very tired, but the character was like, imagine like Paul and Silas having a conversation, what do we do? Paul is like, we have nothing left to do. The only thing that we can do is sing, worship, give praise. And, and this is not a normal time, this is like a middle of the night, midnight, it says, Midnight, Paul and Silas started singing. So the time shouldn't determine, the place shouldn't determine, the circumstances should determine what you would do for God. But it's your praise will determine how you come out of that circumstances. Come on, if this is something that we can learn, this is foundational again. Can we all understand the importance here? Amen. Are you, are you guys still with me? Yes. I, just want to, I just want to also focus on the aspect of verse 27. The jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed the prisoners had escaped. So, he drew his sword to kill himself, but Paul shouted to him, Stop! Don't kill yourself. In my opinion, this whole part of this chapter, of course we are talking about Paul and Silas, but I believe this was for that jailer. This was that jailer to understand the power of praise through Paul and Silas. Because what was he trying to do? He was about to kill him because of course his job was to guard the jail and ensure that nobody should run and you know whatever. But when he woke up suddenly he saw everything is open and he assumed that Paul and Silas and everyone has you know, they've they've left, they've gone, they've run. But no, Paul and Silas were still there and they were saying, like, don't kill yourself. We are here. I think I think the jailer had that revelation at that very moment, the power of praise. You know, because many things happened in this 
due time. Number one, they were singing. Earthquake came in. Doors got opened up. It took series of things for that jailer to understand. Oh, this God has, you know, he's, he's different. Can we practice our faith whenever we get an opportunity? That's what Paul and Silas did. They praised, they worshipped, they had an opportunity. It not just broke their chain, but the chains of other prisoners. And it also made the jailer think or Jailer had that revelation that this is a true God. I, I, I mentioned this in the Hindi service. Uh, people who were there would remember. We often carry two identities. One is a church identity. We are very churchy people when we are in the church. But we change that identity when we go in public. Okay, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's like... It's like you have two versions of yourself. And one beautiful thing, you know, I, I'll repeat this again. I mentioned this last time. My dad told me this. Your identity should be reflected to the amount of Jesus that you have in yourself. How much Jesus you carry? Do you just carry Jesus when you are in the church or you carry him wherever you go which means your workplace your office your business your college wherever you have influence wherever you have some presence people there should know for the fact that this person follows Jesus in a different way you understand? If, if, if they still recognize you as Joe, Joey, or anyone, then, then probably we have carried two identities. Are you understanding what I'm trying to say here? Paul and Silas were determined to carry their identity wherever they go. Doesn't matter if that's on the roads, sharing gospel, or in the prison, while they were chained in that place. Our praise carries that power. And it's okay if, if you think that you had two identities so far. It's okay. We can still change it. Because the more we praise, the more closer we go to God. The more closer we go to God, we become like Jesus. We have the Christ identity on us. And this is something that you cannot shook off. Once you are, once you are put together in the Christ identity, you live like that forever. So it's, it's, it's not late if you think, if you think that you have two identities that you carry. Simple solution. Praise Him. Praise Him. 
because that takes more and more and more closer to him. The more and more closer you go, as I said at the beginning, your praise facilitates your access towards his nearness. You go more towards his nearness. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. I, I, just, I, just, I just love the attitude and the character that Paul and Silas displayed here. In fact, in fact, there were different versions. They were not just chained in the normal position, but they were chained in a very awkward position. Like, to show you exactly, they were probably chained like this. I don't know if you see this. Can you, can you imagine? You can't stand. You can't sit. You can't sleep. It's the most uncomfortable way of treating any prisoner. But even in that moment, they had the character of being available for God. Can we learn something? And, and, and they didn't need, they didn't need it instruments, to be honest, there. there was nothing. But imagine they had the chains which made noise. They had the chains which could create a sound. Now, in my perception, Paul and Silas would have used that chain as an instrument. It's what I picturize. They would have used that chain to make sound. Can you make your circumstance an opportunity to worship God? Can you make the situations that you think is, is, is driving you crazy as an opportunity to praise God? Let me tell you, that opportunity will start making noise. And you will grab God's attention. Before I end, before I end, I want, I want to re-emphasize on what we started. We are generals and we are prophets here. And when the army of generals and prophets starts rising up and march, things at the enemy's camp is destroyed. Yeah. I want to read this again and I want you to, 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 to be in this in this in this understanding for the rest of the week second chronicles chapter 20 verse 17 onwards okay i want all of you to read this together and this is an instruction which which lord is giving to the king jehoshaphat and this applies to us this applies to us right you will not even need to fight take okay hold on hold on hold on Remember to be in your position. Do not let get distracted in this season. Be in your position, okay? Remember, in your, take your position and then stand still 
and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you. O people of Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. Amen. <laughs>